Welcome back to Draft Fest. It is back. It is I. We are here. It is I am Walter. My name is Walter. I, uh, and we are at Draft Vice. This is Draft Vice the reboot. We are back. It is stronger than ever. Uh, I'm sorry. I had to take a little bit of a break. Got thrown overboard. Got a little bit scurvy. Uh, took a little bit of a job doing lumberjacking some things. And now we are here. And it is, dude, it is week eight already. Dude, the season's going fast. We are at the trade deadline. It's coming up. And there's been so many trades already. Um... And we're just going to talk trades, man. I think the biggest trade that happened since uh, I was last on here, you know, I talked about the Tunsil trade. Now we got a Jalen Ramsey trade, right? Two firsts and a fourth. Uh, yeah, Jacksonville, uh, Jalen Ramsey wanted a trade. He demanded a trade. Then he started going like, my back hurts, my back hurts, my back hurts. And then he said, you know what? Fine. Uh, but we're not trading you unless we get a good deal. So you're going to even sit here with our team, watch us lose. And then eventually the Rams went, well, we're losing, so uh, we need to reboot our franchise right now because we, we were on a losing streak, but we get to play the Falcons next week. So maybe if we go ahead, trade for Jalen Ramsey, make it look like that actually had something to do with it, we'll go ahead, we'll, uh, we'll spice things up. And so they traded two first-rounders and a fourth-rounder to the Jacksonville Jaguars for Jalen Ramsey. They also, the Rams, trade away Marcus Peters, their corner, uh, to the Ravens, fuck you. If you don't know why, local local Browns fan here. Uh, for a fifth rounder, I, honestly, if I'm the Jacksonville Jaguars, I would have been like, ah, eh, you want to throw that in? You want you want to throw them in? Because like then they at least get a, another decent player who's on a you know for the rest of the year on a manageable contract. They're still kind of in competition. They could still probably make it to the playoffs. They're not like really in rebuild mode yet. So honestly, I w if I was the Jacksonville Jaguars, if I had known they were getting rid of Peters, I would have kind of been like, yo, yo you want to throw him in? We'll cut the fourth down to a fifth. Come on. So, uh, and actually, that that kind of signals something because the Marcus Peters trade happened first, and that was to kind of clear out some salary for the uh, for the Rams, and then then they traded for Jalen Ramsey, who still has another year and a half on his deal. So. Uh, big deal. Two first rounders. That's a lot. Premium player, shutdown corner. Uh, they played really well against the Falcons. Uh, he's a useful guy. You can kind of scheme around having that kind of a, a corner. I think there's value to it. On the other end, two first rounders. That's a lot. And we're seeing the effects right now of not having a lot of first rounders on the LA Rams. They, they don't have a lot of O-line depth. Their O-line's been crap this year, and that's really been their biggest issue. Their offense has not been able to move. You know, people say it's Todd Gurley, but it's it's the O-line. You know, Whitworth, I, hey, I called it last summer. I said Whitworth might take a step back. He might get injured. You know, he's in those late years. Uh, they're a brand-new interior on that offensive line. So, really, you have, what, Haverstein, who really hasn't been playing up the snuff because the rest of the team hasn't been playing up the snuff. So, the Rams... Yeah, you know, uh, next week we'll do a uh, we'll, we'll do a recap of uh, the first half of the season, the first eight games of the season, see where everybody is. Right now we're just talking the trades. We're going to talk matchups, but this was a reaction. This was the Rams going, "Hey, we need to fix some stuff, right?" So they went ahead. They got rid of uh, Marcus Peters and keep Talib's on IR, and they got Jalen Ramsey. But you're not here to hear about Jalen Ramsey. You probably heard about Jalen Ramsey. You heard about him from all the other podcasts that talked about that trade. No, there's more trades. There's been more trades in the past two weeks than I can imagine. <laughs> uh, 
And speaking of, literally this week's Mohamed Sanu traded from the Falcons. By the way, Dan Quinn uh, will be joining me in whatever career he sees fit next. I don't know, because, like, dude, that guy's losing his job, right? He's got to be. That guy, he, you know, first off, there's a big red flag when head coaches get rid of their coaching staff. Like, when there's a high coaching turnover, and we're going to talk coaches. We Since we last been on here, Jay Gruden lost his job. And lost it, to, and then Callahan, Bill Callahan came in, uh, and uh, whew, and we will talk Redskins and their banana organization later. It's just been crazy. They won't trade Trent Williams, even though the guy doesn't want to play for them. And they could now is the time to get really good value because here's the, so we'll talk about that in a bit. So we're gonna go into the Mohamed Sanu to the Patriots trade. Falcons are 1-5. Their season's done. They can't stop anybody on defense. And their offense has been okay, but uh, also Matt Ryan injured, got an ankle uh, sprain. That's not great. So uh, that's an issue right there. But also, like, Mohamed Sanu's been on the team for a few years, kind of hitting those later stages of his career. Probably another year and a half on his contract. Patriots said, hey, we'll give you a second-round pick. Second-round pick's a lot. That's a player. So they went, you know what? Fine, we'll trade you Mohamed Sanu for a second-round pick. We've got Calvin Ridley. Calvin Ridley's been playing great. I like Calvin Ridley. Good player. I got him on some fantasy teams. Makes me feel like the stock is up. Uh, Stock-wise, actually, I think this makes Mohamed Sanu's stock go down, especially in PPR, because we knew he was getting some real value in PPR. Like, he actually was a functional, like, hey, I, uh, I went only running back for the first 10 rounds, and I just needed a random guy to plug in at wide receiver. That was Mohamed Sanu. So, Mohamed Sanu goes to the Pats. Also, Patriots, in a corresponding move, put Josh Gordon on IR. Which, But, weird thing is, not to, not designated to return, not uh, not trying to keep him, because apparently the injury was not a sufficient enough injury. No, they're just like, hey, we're going to IR and waive you. So, uh, yeah, Josh Gordon might be available, available for uh, pickup by early end of this week, early next week. We saw this with, uh, I think it was Terrell Pryor this happened to a year or two ago as well. When he was, uh, I think it was, was he on the Jets? He was on some, or the Redskins, he was on some team where this happened. They IR'd him and then he was released. And uh, again, former Brown, it's happening to him again, this time with the Patriots, with uh, Josh Gordon. We'll see where Josh Gordon ends up. Uh, interesting thing, uh, my, I, uh, Josh Gordon has not been the Josh Gordon of legend, so I can understand it. Uh, they also, they're, they're, they got a couple of younger guys in there. It seems like Mohamed Sanu's really there for, uh, for A, Edelman insurance, B, kind of to just, they needed another guy, kind of, because I, I don't think they really believed in Josh Gordon anymore. I don't think they. I don't think they bought into the legend of Josh Gordon. It might be that they were just tired of the injuries. He's had a couple of bone bruises for the season. That was what it was leading into the Giants game. Then he had an ankle rolled up on. We'll see what happens. Maybe, maybe he's back to his old, uh, uh, old ways, if you will. That got him traded away from the Browns for a fifth rounder. Still, all right. So, Sanu to the Pats. Sounds like a good idea for uh, the Falcons, Patriots. I never questioned their decisions. They could do crazy shit. They could go ahead and trade for a car. And they, it still would make sense. Like, oh, we just drafted a Corvette in the third round. Well, I didn't know that was available. So, uh, Sanu to the Pats, second rounder. I think Sanu will fit in on that team. You know, everybody's making the Rutgers connection, which is true. Some reason, Bill Belichick loves Rutgers. Eh, I don't know. I'm starting to see maybe a correlation here. Anyway, 
by the way, not I was talking before about the Jalen Ramsey trade. Not the only trade the the Rams made. The Rams traded with the Browns. Initially, this trade started out as a trade for Joel Batonio. But the Browns are like, hey, we don't need to make our O-line worse. So we're not trading Joel Petonio. But we got a guy in the back room that we tra- we drafted in the second round. His name is Austin Corbett. You might have heard of him. He could play guard, tackle, and center. But he's not playing on our team. So, hey, you want him? We'll take him for a fifth. We drafted him in the second. So, all right. They traded Austin Corbett for a fifth to the Rams. Cleveland still looking for O-line help. Kind of ironic we traded away a guy we drafted in the second round, but I'm guessing that's because John Dorsey said, you know what, I screwed up, my bad, 33rd overall pick. Ah, I could probably do better. I expect better, Dorsey. Anyway, so that was the Austin Corbett trade. Depth O-lineman for for a team that needs O-line help. And actually, their big problem has been interior. Like, let's not get this wrong. I think Austin Corbett... Probably uh, actually has some ability at interior O-line. Don't know what level because I've never gotten to see him play in an actual season. Even as a Browns fan, kind of weird about that. But they didn't want to use him. So, uh, you know, since the issue for the Rams has been interior O-line, they were searching for guards, might actually end up being a, a big win. And in fact, we've seen that in a couple of situations. Cam Irving's gone to the Chiefs, has played pretty solid as a, as a reserve O-lineman. Not great, but solid we've seen we've seen it go around uh mitchell schwartz ended up going to the chiefs man chiefs dorsey that whole hive hive so anyway uh it's corbett for the fifth round and then we got sanders not miles sanders of the philadelphia eagles but emmanuel sanders was traded from the denver broncos right got tired of getting balls thrown away from him by uh by joe flacco right it's like ah a guy who makes osweiler look accurate so uh, Emmanuel Sanders was pissed off. He's like, "Ah, hey, you guys could look at the tape. You could see what the problem's been, right? And uh, they looked at the tape. They said, yep, it was definitely Flacco. Nobody actually said it, but we could tell. Uh, uh, but, you know, not for nothing, uh, John Elway uh, don't like it when his receivers talk trash about his quarterback. So John Elway went, you know what, Sanders, you've been a good guy here, but uh, I think it's time we go our separate ways. I'm getting a call from Kyle Shanahan. He said he missed out on Muhammad Sanu. Well, we're going to do, right? We're going to take you. We're going to send you to them. We're going to get a third and a fourth. I like that deal. If I'm the Broncos, I'm happy, right? I got a third and a fourth. I got some guys up and coming, right? I got Deshaun Hamilton, right? Not uh, Win a date with Deshaun Hamilton. That should be a game for the Broncos fans, right? Out in Denver and Colorado. All my friends keep on moving to. So, there's that. They have Cortland Sutton playing like a number one receiver. Kind of looks like Demarius Thomas 2.0. And, uh, so yeah, I, you know, we got Sanders uh, to the 49ers. I don't know what he's doing on the 49ers. 49ers seem to have this issue where they're not even throwing the ball anyway. They just keep on beating people by running the ball and playing good defense. So I, their D-line is insane. That is that is five first-rounders. People want to talk trash me because, like, uh, you know, the Cleveland Browns got trashed by the San Francisco 49ers. Look at that D-line. Dear God, you got D Ford, who they traded a second-rounder for and was like, great last year. They have Eric Armistead, DeForest Buckner. They also have Solomon Thomas, who's playing as a reserve, who they drafted like top five. And then they also got Nick Bosa. Nick Bosa is pretty damn good. He's from that Bosa tree, that Bosa family, if you will. So Bosa, Bosa, Bosa was good. Bosa was talking trash. He was like, I don't talk trash, but Baker, I'll talk trash to you. And you know what? Baker was like, yeah, you know what? Fuck you. I lost that game. We played horribly. And you know what? I still beat you in the word Olympics. 
Baker is a word. Like, dude, that guy is going to be on SNL one day. I called it three years ago. That guy is going to be on SNL. You might play football, but he'll definitely be on SNL. So, I don't know. Baker, Baker was just what, like, dude, really? You, you're, you're trash talk. You recreated the celebration of me sticking the flag in there? Really? All right, we're not talking 49ers Browns. That was a few weeks ago. I could have talked about that all day. So now we're talking, oh, 49ers and Sanders. Uh, they have Pettis. I was a big fan of Pettis. Don't know what's going on. But it's not like they're even throwing the ball a lot. Garoppolo's been okay. Uh, but they don't really have to do much. So it's like it's not like their receivers are, like, underperforming. It's just they're not doing anything. So Sanders, Pettis, Debo Samuel, and not for nothing, I think all those guys are great at, at some level of their career, all different spots, and, and, and do different good things. I'm not quite sure what that does. I don't I – don't, think it changes Emmanuel Sanders fantasy stock I don't think it improves it lowers it does anything because they're not doing anything as far as throwing the ball anyway Jimmy Garoppolo doesn't have to throw the ball and when he does it's kind of like all right he's done well but like ah, I can just throw the running back or I can throw the tight end we're gonna get 30 points anyway Shanahan's system's really good so yeah Matt Breida what all right so uh we talked about that the, the big drama one actually is Quandre Diggs, right? This uh, the safety from the Lions got traded. He was uh, he was a leader in the locker room, was a captain. Got traded for a fifth rounder to the Seahawks, right? Uh, which is kind of weird, right? You think you could at least get a little bit more than a fifth rounder for a guy who was a captain on your team? It, like a fifth rounder might not even be a starter on your team, might not be a backup. That's throwaway money. Now, granted, they're paying him real contract, and they had safeties on the team who were playing better. I think is what is what it sounds like they went ahead and said you know we got a bunch of guys here who are actually doing better they don't do all the things he does really well but they do each one does different parts of what he does really well and they do it better so we'll keep those guys and they're cheaper contracts anyway we just paid this guy a deal let's go ahead and get a trade out for him and we're gonna go ahead and get uh you know maybe we'll get to draft a player next year and we're moving up we're getting a fifth rounder all right it's not everything but hey we can use that for you know it's change to move up again so and then they ended up signing Marcus, Gild Marcus Gilchrist, uh, a veteran who used to be on the Chargers and the Jets, uh, free safety, good backup. You know, we'll see what happens with that. Hopefully, they, hopefully they're not thinking, oh, well, we're going to replace, uh, replace him with uh, uh, with Marcus Gilchrist. Anyway, Josh Gordon, I talked about before. Josh Gordon sent to the IR. Uh, but his season might not be over. It might pop up somewhere. If he goes past the trade deadline and gets cleared on IR and gets sent out, put on waivers, it's going to go through the worst teams in the league. Probably be the Bengals or the Miami Dolphins. One of them will get to go, hey, yeah, we want to pick up uh, that guy as a receiver. All right, cool. Both those teams could use receiver help. They could both use as much help as at everything, just literally everything. So, uh... And then the Raiders traded Gary and Conley, former first-round pick out of Ohio State, to the Houston Texans, where they are playing this week for a third-round pick. Kind of interesting. On one end, dude, Houston Texans don't give a hell about picks. They're just like, ah, screw it. We're not going to have a GM ever. We're just going to go ahead and trade all our picks, right? Bill, Bill O'Brien, maybe he'll get us to a Super Bowl. Maybe he'll just get us to the playoffs. Maybe he won't even get us there. Who knows? Um... They just don't care about picks. They don't have any more picks, I don't think. I have one second-round pick a whole next year. Next two years, maybe. Who knows? So, uh, yeah, I actually like this trade for the Texans, though, because he still got he has a few more years on his contract. Gary and Conley is a solid player, has underperformed uh, on the Raiders, but 
he wasn't drafted to be a part of John Gruden's team. You just don't see like a replacement on that team. I don't know why the, the Raiders would do this. He's been benched a few times. He's played sometimes very well. He's, he's had up and down seasons. Honestly, if I'm another team, I would have made this call too. Like, I don't, I got third rounder for Garen Conley. Hell yeah. Like, especially if you're the Houston Texans, you're like, well, we're not going to probably have a first rounder for a few more years because we trade all the, our first rounders for left tackle. Uh, this actually might be our shot at cleaning up our secondary the easiest way we could without spending money. So, honestly, I like it. It's one of those deals that the, the Texans made that I actually thought works out. Now, uh, they're really running low on picks, especially because their fourth rounder might turn into a third rounder that they traded for Duke Johnson, so they aren't going to have any picks in the top 100 except for their second rounder. We'll see what they traded that away for. Um, so, yeah, those are all the trades that were really pertinent this week that have happened. The last couple weeks, there's also a uh, there, there's a few trade there's a few players in the block right next week's the trade deadline means that hey you guys you guys tanking you can't just start tanking you know three weeks from now you gotta start tanking now you gotta make your decisions now eight weeks in um and, and you know we we want to make sure like you know we don't want teams suddenly like who know they're out of it fully to suddenly be like we're out of it fully we're trading away everything we got so we're at the trade deadline few players that have been mentioned on the block Robbie Anderson right speed threat on the Jets I love him I don't think if I'm the Jets I don't want to trade him I could probably get him to stay for a little bit of a better deal than if I'm trying to get a guy in free agency goes well with Jamison Crowder opens up the field deep threat Sam Darnold can throw a deep ball very athletic guy I, unless you're getting something of substantial value I think second round pick right At minimum has to be a second round pick right for Robbie Anderson if I am trading Robbie Anderson that that's the only thing I'm really willing to accept on that, right? If I'm a Jets fan, uh, they also have Leonard Williams. Leonard Williams uh, has not performed to his draft pedigree, top ten pick, D tackle. Uh, you know, there's going to be buyers and sellers here, right? There's some buyers. Lions might be buying and selling. Browns are definitely buying some O line. They called up the Redskins like for the last eight weeks. We're like, yo, dude, what about Trent Williams? And they were like, no, we don't want to sell Trent Williams. You know what? Let's talk about the teams that are probably selling, right? Those are the teams that are done. Their seasons are done. They're a little bit more finite. Sellers, right? Redskins, they're not selling anything. They're like, nope, store's closed, especially on Trent Williams. Maybe we'll trade Josh Norman. Nobody wants Josh Norman. We don't care. We'll trade you Josh Norman. Well, we don't want Josh Norman. All right. Screw it. So no Josh Norman. <laughs> but the Redskins may trade other players. We, you know, we'll see what happens with that. Uh, uh, Titans, I think Titans, if they think they're, like, they're done with Conklin... You know, their, their backups have been playing okay as far as right tackle. The swing tackle's been playing solid. But I think they might keep him and, and, and see where that goes. Uh, plus, their season's not over. That You know, they're they're one of those teams that, like, we're still in it, right? Miami, Miami's been basically out for the whole... They're, they've been yard sailing it the whole season, right? You want to trade us whatever you want, we'll take it. Like, you want you know, a couple first-rounders for Xavier and Howard, we'll take it. You want a first-rounder for Minka Fitzpatrick, which we did to the Steelers? That was a weird trade, right? You lose your first round, you lose your uh, your franchise QB to Tommy John surgery, and then you trade a first round pick for a safety. Great safety. I love making Fitzpatrick. By the way, Pittsburgh's defense has been playing really well. So, but I, you know, like you're clearly like I, that first round pick was probably going to end up being a mid to high first round pick. See how that goes, especially because like everybody else in your division, except for the Bengals, you know, seems to be at least uh, could beat you. Or will probably, you know, like, uh, although they kept close in that Ravens game, so I'm not quite sure. Um, 
And they're tied with the Browns right now. So there's that. Um, but yeah, trading a first rounder for Minka Fitzpatrick, a safety, when there might be another player next year that you could probably get in that range that might be better, worse, more years in the contract. Uh, Miami's been open roadshow. I think I pretty much have two players left that they'd probably be able to trade. Kenyon Drake, definitely. Uh, I think they've been advertising it. They've been like, yo, yard sale, Kenyon Drake. You can get a Kenyon Drake. Anybody want a Kenyon Drake? And nobody's bought it, right? Everybody's like, Kenyon Drake, who the hell is that guy? Oh, he's on the Miami Dolphins. Well, the running back for the Miami Dolphins must be really good. He's not a bad player, but still, I'm just saying Kenyon Drake. Um, not the guy I'm really, really hardcore up for as far as trying to buy into. Um... Those are all the AFC's guys. I actually think Baltimore might be selling some players, right? Baltimore's guys coming up by the end of contracts, some guys who have heavy contracts. Uh, they got Jimmy Smith, who's in his 30s, corner, but plays really well. Just is always injured, right? Hasn't played this year. That's why they trade for Marcus Peters. Like, hey, we'll get Marcus Peters, and we got Jimmy Smith. We got, uh, yo, we got this uh, Marlon Humphrey guy who's been playing really damn well. So, uh, you know, like, maybe we got rid of Jimmy Smith. They also have uh, the Hurst guys, Hayden Hurst, James Hurst. If it wasn't for the fact that they're in the same division with all the O-line guys who have problems, like Browns and the Bengals really have a lot of O-line problems, um, but they still might trade James Hurst. A team I would look for there, Jets. Jets and uh, uh, Ravens. Jets already trade for one Ravens player who was a reserve. Maybe they'll go for two. I think it's very possible. Um I think they also got Hayden Hurst, tight end. People have been throwing that around. He, he was a first-round pick. He was drafted last year. I mean, yeah, Mark Andrews has played better as a receiving tight end. You know, they play a lot of tight end sets. I'm not quite sure they're going to give up on Hayden Hurst um, just yet, but you never know. Like, if there's a team that's willing to trade him something, they can get recoup some value for Hayden Hurst, and somebody else is like, hey, I need a tight end. What about me? All right, I'll take it. Uh, there's some... Who else? I think uh, the Eagles, They, uh, I know there's been questions about them trading Vitae, specifically actually to the Browns. You know, you can tell I can pay attention to a lot of the Browns' rumors. and uh, they're But they're looking for receivers and D-tackles, and and they pretty much have a couple of trade chips. They have a, they're very deep on the O-line, although their O-line still hasn't been playing that great. Like, not for nothing. Like, uh, I saw that game with Andre Dillard going up against the Cowboys' pass rush, and that was a little rough. So, um, those are a few guys in the block. Browns have a couple of guys, uh, Rashard Higgins, Hollywood Higgins, if you will. This is Hollywood man. Um, and also TJ Carey. They got a few defensive backs. Like Browns are deep in certain areas and then they're just not like the places where they're not deep. They're just like, ah, what are we doing here? What are we doing? What are we doing? What are we doing? Two teams that really should be looking to trade massive players. First off, Bengals, right? Bengals should be having a roadshow, right? Because they have they're in the perfect position. They got AJ Green. I don't think they trade AJ Green, but they they have Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon's a running back on the last year of a contract. If you can get some real value for him, right? Running back's not uh, not an expensive position to grab in the draft. There's pro this year's draft looks very good at running back. Uh, I think you'll be able to replace him, and you have Gio Bernard on a contract anyway. So. Trade him. Get a third or a second rounder for him if you can. You have another year and a half on his contract, right? You only, you drafted him for a second round pick. 
Get a second round or get something for him, right? Joe Mixon is a good player, and there are teams right now that are probably a little bit more desperate at running back than you are. So trade Joe Mixon. And I'm not just saying this as a guy who's drafted in Joe Mixon in every fantasy league I've ever been in in the history of time. Might have done that, but I'm just saying. May or may not have done that. I'm sorry. Um, but they should. Like, they have Tyler Eifert. That's the one who actually, it sounds like they might trade him to the Seahawks or the Saints or the uh, Green Bay Packers. Green Bay Packers, another one that's been rumored to be buying on players, right? They're looking for D-linemen, maybe even receivers. It's weird that there's, like, these teams that are very good receiver talented but still always looking for more receivers, right? Because, uh, you know, Green Bay, they had the issue Devontae Adams, toe injury. Toes hurt. They do. So Sam Darnold, too, his toe. That's the thing. I, I don't like the idea of trading Robbie Anderson when you have Sam Darnold, right? Sam Darnold, uh, you know, your, your second-year quarterback needs players around him. And getting rid of a playmaker like Robbie Anderson, even if you think you're going to be high on the draft, you're probably going to draft Jerry Judy. You're going to try to draft an offensive lineman. You're trying to draft something. I don't get the idea of getting rid of a good receiver. Like, it doesn't make sense. But that's one of the guys that's available – and honestly, I think Eagles will go. I, I uh, first off, connections are everything. Uh, Joe Douglas, GM of the the Jets, I think you know he's from the Eagles organization. They've offered before to try and trade for Robbie Anderson. I think it's very possible that the the Jets trade Robbie Anderson to the Eagles. They and in fact, they need a deep threat. That's the kind of guy they need. Uh, I was saying this before. One of the big mistakes for the the Eagles was that they went ahead and drafted J.J. Arcega Whiteside ahead of D.K. Metcalf. And Terry McLaurin, guys who are speedsters who can get downhill. Boy, do I love Terry McLaurin, by the way. One of the only things good about the whole Redskins organization, right? And there are 16 quarterbacks that are all broken. So, uh, but yeah, Bengals. Bengals been having issues with Cordy Glenn. By the way, Bengals and Jets both have had O-line issues. Like, as, like grievance issues. Cordy Glenn, I have a concussion. Oh, well, you're, uh, like, they've gone through three IMEs with Cordy Glenn. Where they're, I don't know if it's three. They've gone through several IMEs where he's like, hey, I have a concussion still. They're like, ah, it's not part of the concussion. I don't know. Uh, uh, you got to go to practice. I don't want to go to practice. I'm going to do this. You're not doing that. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not taking sides. There's been some concussion issues with Cordy Glenn. Uh, he was out for a while. Now he's back at practice, but he's not playing. And I'm not quite sure what's going on with Cordy Glenn. San Coleccio Semele, that's even bigger. That looks like a shit show. All the news that's coming out about Coleccio Semele. Uh, the shoulder, it's like torn off the bone. Uh, he needs to go for surgery. He's had three IMEs. Three IMEs that came in and said, hey, I I think this guy needs to go for surgery right now. And and the Jets are like, we don't, we don't, we don't agree with you. We, we're going to say no. You should play because we say so. And then the, all the doctors like, and, and the NFLPA, and the whole universe is just like, really? This is stupid. He tried to play through an injury. It didn't work out. Let him come back. I can go get a surgery. You guys suck anyway. Like, let him come back. Maybe he'll come back for you guys, and he will be healthy. So, and if not, if he's, you know, you find some way of recouping. Put him on IR, is what I'm saying. Put him on IR. He's not playing for you. He's not going to play for you. Let it go, right? Let it go, let it go, let it go. Um, Carry on Johnson went down with an injury I saw before about Josh Gordon with an IR designation. Uh, carry on Johnson, knee injury, went for surgery. Now, uh, now they're not weird. I think they're going to be looking for running backs. This is one of the teams I was saying, like, hey, you know, like give them, you know, the Bengals should give them a call and see what they can get for Joe Mixon, because the Bengals are going to be in rebuild mode, right? Uh, their O line's been disgusting. 
Uh, not strictly on part of the Bengals or the coaching staff. Although the coaching staff, I, I've watched it, watched the games like that. It's oddly competitive sometimes. And then they just do stupid things. They can't run the ball and they barely can pass. And they don't use their guys to their advantage. And they say only an 11 personnel, which has been shown not to really be working for you. And you have multiple good tight ends and you have multiple good running backs and you have all these good players. And you're just like, yeah, we're just not, we're, we're, we're going to go ahead and 11 personnel all the time. Zach Taylor should not have been hired as a head coach this quickly. He he should have backed off on it. He should have said, I wasn't ready. He should have did what the guy from uh, from the Colts did to the Browns. He's like, hey, listen, man, I ain't ready. I know I'm not ready. If I take a head coaching job right now, like, we're seeing it. We see it all the time. We see head coaches who are not ready, who did not build up the talent pool, did not build up the friendships, did not build up the connections, did not build up guys who they respect, who they can trust, who they can delegate to. This is an important part about being a coach. You got to be able to delegate. You got to be able to look at a guy and be like, hey, I trust that you're going to do a good job. This is the problem with Hugh Jackson when he was head coach of the Browns. How many guys did he fire? He had a different uh, assistant every year for each different thing. It didn't. There was one guy who was there all three years. That was San. Uh, I forget what his name was, and he was like the offensive quality control coach. Like he he was the guy who was rumored to take over the OC job when Greg Williams was going to take over as head coach. Didn't work out that way. Anyway, so uh, a couple of other buyers. I, I mentioned Green Bay. Mentioned the Lions. Mentioned the Browns. Uh, Raiders. Raiders are looking for receiver help, too. Raiders traded for Zay Jones. They traded a fifth rounder for Zay Jones, former second round pick of the Bills. Bills are like, we don't need him no more. We've got John Brown, smoke ham. We like him. He's a brilliant player. He goes deep. So uh, that's what we need our guys to do. Go deep, run deep routes. We, we're going to make it seem like Josh Allen's big arm matters. So, all right. So they trade Zay Jones. Zay Jones, good route runner, a little bit of a head case. There was an issue a couple of years ago where he was naked in a hotel room, broke a window, something like that. Uh, it was weird. I, I remember the news story. Don't remember the whole details. He's at the Raiders now, but he's not playing right now because, hey, he just got to the team, and he's like, I'm learning the playbook. And they're like, oh, shit, you, now we're understanding why you aren't really a big part of the, the Bills game plan. The Bills, Bills had so many receivers that we all hear of. Don't understand how DK Metcalf fell the second round for some of these teams. Oh, right. Or Terry McLaurin. Terry McLaurin, big fan of Terry McLaurin, big fan of DK Metcalf. Glad they're actually the, the ones showing up this year. It's almost like good players. So if you're listening to this on iTunes, like it, subscribe, leave a review. If you're watching this on YouTube, subscribe, like it, leave a review. Uh, if you're on the iTunes and you're looking for it on YouTube, you can just go ahead and put Draft Vice into the search browser. Or, But uh, yeah. Uh, Spotify, anywhere you can rate it, share it. When I woke up this morning, I was feeling pretty dangerous. I'm about to pass, I'm about to keep it.